It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The advice and opinions expressed by the host of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. Good morning and welcome to Autism Live on the Autism Network. I just love that opening. I could just look at it all day long uh, and then come back for more the next day. Uh, so I'm Shannon Penrod. We're live right now. Today is Thursday. It is the 20th of April, 2022. That's a lot of twos, more in two days. But, um, you know, we were we were telling you that there was a possibility that we were going to have the fabulous Kobe Bird today. We did warn you that there was a possibility that uh, he would not be able to be here today. That worked out. So, you know, that's a good thing in terms of, you know, because actors have to work. Um, but 
we are very hopeful that we're going to be able to reschedule with him next week. And, you know, that will be a delight because he is delicious. The delicious Kobe bird. Of course, if you don't know already, uh, you should know that Kobe is a talented young actor. He has been a regular on autism live, even guest, uh, hosted for us a couple of times, did some live on the red carpet stuff for us back in the day. He's, he's too big of a star to do that because <laughs> he is, he's a star. He's a rock star and a superstar. And he, you, you, we saw him first when he was um, an actor doing things in Los Angeles. And then, and we had him on the show then. And then he got a guest starring role on Speechless. As I recall, it was the first time that I saw somebody who was on the spectrum, especially a, uh, a child actor. He was a child at the time. He was 15 um, on a network TV show. It was absolutely amazing. It was so thrilling. And then of course, the good doctor was coming out and he was the first uh, autistic actor that got hired to play a, the role of someone on the autism spectrum on speechless. It was amazing. He was, I think he was 16 at that point. He might've still been 15. I mean, young man and um, leading the way, charging the way. And then for the last two seasons, he has been on Netflix's, hit show Lock and Key and they put out an announcement the other day about season three which Kobe is very much a part of and we want to be talking about that with him how much of a part he is because it's pretty exciting uh, but I think that's going to come next week uh, but that gives you guys more time to salivate and think of questions that you want to ask him because He's just one of the most inspirational people I know. So unfortunately, that's my way of telling you that we don't have Kobe Bird today, but we will have Kobe Bird with any kind of luck. We will have him still within the month of April. Now in his place, we were able to uh, get the fabulous Alex Lynn, who is the founder of Autism Rocks. We're going to talk with him about that. Alex had been hoping to come on in April and we were all booked up. Uh, but he graciously agreed to wait to see because we have regular cancellations because life happens. Stuff happens. You know what I'm saying? In fact, our guest on one of our guests on tomorrow's show is someone who a parent who was scheduled to be on the show and had to cancel. And now that is a one of the many topics in her new book called The Scenic Route. And of course, I'm talking about Lee Meriday Porch, who is the author of the fabulous uh, flappiness um blog. If you haven't checked that blog out, she's hilarious. I absolutely adore her. So she's going to be on the show tomorrow with Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy. But my point is it happens. Life happens and we sort of rearrange our guests and make room for others and welcome other people back. So no Kobe Bird today, but Kobe Bird next week, along with a whole, oh, Danny Bowman's on next week. It's a big week next week to close out the month of April. In any case, uh, Alex Lynn will be with us here today and that will be wonderful. We're looking forward to an update from him because I think he's got some pretty big, exciting news about his concert autism rocks um, that we'll all want to hear. In the meantime, let's take care of some business here and remind all of you that we're live right now, which means you can be chatting with me and with the other people. Carrie Lynn. Oh, did I say it was Thursday? It's today's Wednesday, Carolyn. Um, what day did I say it was? I, I don't know whether I'm coming or going. You can hear it in my voice. I've had a cold this week and the elevator has not gone all the way to the top all this week. Uh, <laughs> 
know, it's just, I'm fine, but my thinking is a little, I don't, I, it's, you know how they say outstanding in the field, but it's literally you're outstanding in a field. That's where I am today. That's how I'm outstanding in the field. What day did I say it was, Carolyn? I'm terribly interested to know. In any case, it is Wednesday. It is the 20th and it is Wednesday. I'm confused. Forgive me. But we're live right now, uh, whichever day it is. And it uh, we're live on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and a bunch of other places that Traven is showing you right now, the fabulous Traven. And later, the show will be available as a podcast, as all of our shows are. You can go to any place that you get your podcast. It's a free download. We, we love that, that it's available to you at no cost. We love to share information and inspiration. That's what we're here about. That is what our whole mission is. And we hope that you will share us, like us, review us, do all of those things. Because if you're finding something here that helps you on your, and let's, let's admit this, um, everything isn't going to be for everybody. This is a big, beautiful community. It's a rainbow of, of different, uh, people, different questions, different challenges, different triumphs, right? And uh, so everything isn't going to be your cup of tea. But if you find something here that helps you on your way, and and when I say you, you know, this show, we always say that this is for that larger autism community, which of course starts with individuals who are on the spectrum themselves. Of course, they are the beating heart of our community. But we also include within that community, everyone who loves those individuals. I love that community through and through. Um, that's most of my, most of my world anymore. Uh, cause if you don't have love for people on the spectrum, I don't have room for you except to say, come to the party and see what you should be loving. Right? So that's what our community is. And everybody within that community has different wants, needs, questions, challenges, triumphs, right? So bring yourself in whichever mode you fit into this community, bring yourself and your questions and what you know and what you want to share that is helpful to other people. That's really what we're all about here. We hope that you'll uh, take a front row seat and participate. We love to hear you in the chat. It's one of my favorite things to be able to talk to you guys live. It's why we do so much of what we do live so that there's a place and a time that you can come and participate. But of course, many people can't participate live. Um, so then it's available to them as podcasts. And we are the number one rated autism podcast for the second year in a row. That's because of you guys, because you liked us and shared us with other people because you know, we don't, we don't spend the money on the marketing. Uh, I'm hoping to change that soon, but we, we really just haven't. We've been on the air. We're now starting our 11th year on the air. And, um, we just have never spent money on the marketing. Uh, we've counted on you guys to spread the word and let people know that there is a place where you can come and be who you are and be accepted and ask the hard questions sometimes and, and be safe, right? And hear about people that are finding their path on this journey and finding the joy and the happiness and overcoming the very real challenges that different people in this community will face at different times. Yeah. So we, we hope that you will participate and ask questions and share us. It's, it's a wonderful way to further the message. Okay. So on Wednesdays, not Thursday, on Wednesdays, we like to start the show with something we fondly refer to as the jargon of the day. This is when we take on one word, one phrase, one acronym. We try to figure out what in the hey, nani, nani are those experts talking about? Why do they have to use these jargon terms? Why is it important that we know it? You know, the whole drill, right? 
First, we give you the actual definition when appropriate, when it's possible. We make fun of the definition and how full of jargon it will sometimes be or how inaccurate it is considering our lives. Uh, but sometimes we can't, there's nothing to be made fun of. But when we can, I, I, I look for it and I find it. <laughs> I felt like Lewis Black there for a second. I find it I, I, with the finger. Um, but then we always give you a working definition which sometimes makes the experts break out into hives because it's a little too simplistic for them. But we, we're trying to give you a foothold, a place to be able to go, okay, I have a beginning of understanding of what this means and why it might be important to me and my family and the people that I love in my life. Yeah. So we've been trying to do new jargon terms, but every once in a while we're, we're recycling. And I didn't want August or August. See, this is how confused I am today. It's not August. It's April. It's a different A month. <laughs> But I didn't want April to go without covering this term. Uh, today's jargon term, because we've been using this a lot and we're going to continue to use this a lot, is neurodiversity. Now, I know that everyone is not into this term and that's okay. I'm a firm believer of the fact that you should use whatever words to describe you that you're comfortable with. In fact, we're going to be talking about that today. Um, and I love to ask people, how do you describe yourself? Like, what are the words that you use to describe yourself uh, without pigeon pigeonholing yourself, right? So a lot of people are, are using this term, and we thought we'd take a minute to go over the definition for it. So our actual definition of, for neurodiversity is bum, ba, da, bum, referring to individual differences in brain functioning regarded as normal variations within the human population. Now, here's what I like about this. It talks about differences, but it, it specifies that there are normal variations within the human population. Because I, whenever we start talking about different, right, you go, well, what are we, what's the baseline that we're basing it off of? When we say normal or neurotypical, who exactly is that? Like, I want to know who are we pointing at that's completely neurotypical that we're going, well, that's the baseline. And anything that's not within certain parameters around that is different. Well, gosh, you know, I kind of want to know who are we pointing to for that? Because there's a whole lot of people that might be considered baseline normal. And that's not what I would want to go for personally for myself. Uh, do you know what I mean? I prize difference. I think that difference is the key to everything. Um, I, I love that we are all individuals and that we're all different and that we all bring a different perspective and a different way of looking things. So I, I embrace the term neurodiversity. I don't think that I look at it n narrowly, but let's go ahead and go on to our working definition before I get too far ahead of myself. So neurodiversity, different, but not less. Um, now within the community of autism, uh, we're starting to define what neurodiversity would mean. And, and I heard somebody recently at a conference that we've asked to be on the show and he hasn't been able to, cause he's a very busy individual and we have to find a time to tape with him outside of the show times, which once we have the studio totally set up, we will. But, um, he was on a panel about neurodiversity and, he was asked, you know, what does this mean? And he said, well, you know, right now we would classify this as, as being anybody who has an autism spectrum 
disorder, anybody who defines themselves as being on the autism spectrum. And by the way, I look at those, there's a difference, right? There are people who have the disorder and then there are people who define themselves as being on the autism spectrum, not necessarily having a disorder, right? Um, But he included within that anybody who has ADD, ADHD, um, sensory processing disorder. Um, there were, there was a long list of things. I think he included dyslexia within that. He included, I believe, uh, OCD, ODD. Um, there were a whole host of things. And then he said, you know, and many people are including PTSD, uh, within that parameter. So if you think about that, that's a lot of people. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I don't know uh, what all should be included. And I think that our society is still deciding, but I embrace, if you consider yourself neurodiverse, I'm going to take your word for it. I'm like Disneyland that way. Disneyland, if you go and say, you know, I need an assistance pass, um, they will ask you, you know, what words do you use to describe yourself, but they don't ask you to prove it. They just say, you know, do you, you need assistance. Why do you need assistance? Okay. Um, and, and with neurodiversity, you're not even saying that you need assistance. You're just saying you look at things in a different way. So if you tell me that you classify yourself as neurodiverse, I, I'm all about that. I'm, I trust you to know whether you are neuro, neurodiverse and if that's a way that you'd like to define yourself. Um, for me, it's it's a little bit broader of an umbrella to fit more people and to not necessarily be pigeonholed within it. So I like it, but I'd love to hear you guys' opinions about uh, how you feel about the term neurodiversity. Let's move on, though, to our question of the day, because maybe this will get to some of the heart of this. You know, I'm a huge Nora Ephron fan, and uh, one of the things that Nora Ephron is actually in one of her movies... Um, that she liked to play this game when she would get together for dinner parties and such, that she would ask people around the table to come up with five words to describe themselves. And, and you could pick things like you could say happy, but you could also pick roles. Like I, one of the first words that I would use to describe myself would be mother. And that at different points in your life, there would be different words to describe yourself. If there were only five words to describe you and, and, and if you could tell someone what the five words to describe you were to clearly identify your being, your individuality. And obviously it's hard with five words, right? But I remember a time when I would have, one of the first words I would have said was daughter. And, and then I would have said aunt and I would have said teacher and I would have said comedian, right? Um, that those, and maybe sister would have been, or friend would have been the other thing on my five words. And then of course, you know, I became a wife and a mother and, and I became a mother of somebody who was neurodiverse, right? So the words that you use to describe yourself change. I'm adding author to, uh, to my list of words to describe myself. So tell us right now, what words do you use to describe yourself? And it may be that neurodiverse is one of them. That's a word that my son has recently added to his repertoire, um, that that is 
for him, it's a quicker way that he feels without stigma to de- describe who he is accurately. So for my repertoire now, I have added Pony, which is parent of neurodiverse individual. So, uh, and I'm loving that. I, that that makes me super happy. But how? what words are you using to describe yourself? The chat is open right now and you guys are suspiciously quiet this morning. Please write in and tell us what words you describe to yourself or tell us where you're watching from or just that you're watching. I love to feel who's in the house. Excuse me. Okay, moving on. We always have a topic of the week. And I love this week's topic. I really want to get some t-shirts made that say this. And and we um, are crediting Howie Mandel with this because uh, he's the first person that I heard say it, this ability, not disability. And every day that we do this show, boy, this just gets cemented further into my brain. All of these things kind of um, have a theme for me that we're talking about words to describe yourself, neurodiversity and disability, not disability, because fingers crossed next Friday, not this Friday, but a week from Friday, we are going to be debuting the very first episode podcast of Stories from the Spectrum. And this is a a new podcast that a new show that we're launching here in the autism network that is completely by and for neurodiverse individuals, by and for neurodiverse individuals. So I super love that because one of the things that we've always been about at Autism Live, and now we've doubled down on that with the autism network is giving voice to people who are on the spectrum. Um, so I absolutely love that this new show, you won't see me, you won't see me. And I love that you're going to be seeing people, uh, who are on the spectrum telling their own stories with the help and assistance of other people on the spectrum who have abilities in filming and editing and that sort of thing. Uh, and wait until you see what this community is capable of. It's so amazing. I'm so proud to be uh, the host uh, in terms of the site for it. I'm not going to be hosting the hour. Uh, they're, they're doing that for themselves, but, um, but the host site for it, I'm really excited and, and proud of that. Uh, so uh, I, I just saw something, Traven, and I don't know what that means. So I'm trusting you to, to be able to handle that. But um, anyway, I, uh, I love that. And this is what I really want to be talking more about is this ability not disability. Yeah. Yeah. So before we bring our guest in, I, uh, we, we're very proud. You guys have responded so well to this. One of our new sponsors here on the autism network is Z pods. So take a look at this message from Z pods. My Z pod, it helps me sleep. It's easier for an autistic person to sleep in there. A Z pod helps me sleep better. So ZPod allows for complete control of your sleep environment. The big idea is how do we help people sleep better? I'm George Bailey and I'm the president of ZPods. My name is Jeff Wade and I am one of the co-founders of ZPods. I like that I can close the ZPod and that it's around me so nothing can come in there. Micah is 10. She was staying up for like three days at a time. We tried weighted blankets, melatonin. We've tried a sleep study because we thought she had sleep apnea. 
My experience with the Z-Pod has been wonderful. Micah's sleep has changed tremendously. I'm getting more sleep because she's getting sleep. Because of her autism diagnosis and her schizophrenia diagnosis. She was up all night. And I wasn't doing well in school. I used to sleep in the closet. That was the only place that she was feeling comfortable at the time. Since she started with the Z-Pod, her sleeping has improved. The first night, she was in bed, on time, and asleep. My son, Juden, he's neurotypical. It takes him two hours to get to bed at night. But with Z-Pod, it's completely transformed his sleeping. With Joseph, he's autistic. He's very high energy, high anxiety. Joseph would just bounce around his room all the time at night. Joseph has been using his bed now for almost two years. It has become like a real nook for him, just a place where he just feels restored. Helped him decompress, helped him wind down. Read in my Z-Pod, I play games in my Z-Pod. Now that he's sleeping better, I think that all of us are sleeping better. We have taken all of the suggestions that we've received from parents about how we can improve this technology, and we've put together a really exciting new bed that we're going to be releasing onto the market. So we've partnered with a local manufacturer who's invested into Z-Pod. We've got speakers in the new Z-Pods that will allow you to play nature tracks or meditation tracks. We're going to be creating what we call a sleepscape, where the sleep environment changes according to your individual preference. What we want to do is we want to give a name to sleep that gets kids excited to do this thing that is critical to their health. I could recommend it to good people. Have you ever slept in a Z-Pod? Welcome back. Uh, how's that for a fun thing? Uh, Z-Pods, check them out. And Alex Lynn is joining us right now. He, I can't even believe this. Alex is now 23 years old and he's going to have to remind us because I feel like the first time we met Alex, he was 15 or 16. And he is the creator and founder of Autism Rocks. They have done, I believe, a total of four Autism Rocks concert at Universal City Walk and maybe one more someplace else. I'm not 100% sure he's going to tell us that. Uh, he just graduated, so we have to congratulate him from Universal university and he is going to be here to talk with us about the very next autism rocks concert which he's got a pretty important announcement about that we're all going to want to hear so alex are you there yes there you hi, are. how are you doing i'm good i haven't seen you in so long how are you doing i'm doing great i'm excited i'm ready to go to autism rocks and go to america next week to do autism rocks when is the new concert, Alex? Uh, going to be on April 30th, 7 to 9 p.m. at Universal City Walk, Hollywood. Wonderful. And is this uh, a free concert? Because it has been in the past. Yes, it's still a free concert. Yes. Wonderful. Uh, so tell us all the 411. What do we need to know? How do people, do they need to reserve tickets or they just show up? Just show up at 7 p.m. on April 30th on Saturday. Saturday. And hopefully uh, they're not going to stagecoach or anything because if you're not going to stagecoach, we have another great option for you, which is Autism Rock, which is very enriched, neurotyp neuro neurodiverse neurodiversity enriching other people's minds about neurodiversity. I don't know what stagecoach is. Is that another concert that's happening yeah, that night? Festival. 
Coachella, yeah, but I heard oh, of. Oh, 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 okay. So if you're not going to Coachella, that I've heard of, then you definitely would want to come to this. This is free. Um, I would imagine there's not going to be a mosh pit, but who's going to be performing at this year's concert? Um, um, autism singer uh, Aiden Boyer, uh, who has performed at the previous concert in 2019. Well, a long time ago. Um, got delayed because of COVID. Um, yeah. There is Sophie uh, Pecora, who performed in America's Got Talent before, who is very talented. She doesn't have autism, but she is an advocate and supporter. And that's why she's coming to this concert. Um, um, let me think. The Miracle Project, unfortunately, couldn't come this year, but um, they're I supporting. see you have somebody named Ethan on your list and Will Bremen. Tell me about them. Well, Brennan is also was on The Voice last season or two seasons ago. I don't remember, but he he also has uh, Asperger's. And Ethan Feinschreiber is a uh, martial artist, a YouTuber, and a um, autism advocate. He doesn't have autism, but uh, he supports everything mental health, and he supports everything, and he really believes in it very much. And um, and we might have more surprises. I don't know who who else is coming, but we'll see. Be, and a, and in the past, you've sometimes had messages from big celebrities uh, yeah. that, that, that you played. So that there's a possibility of that, too, I hope. Because there's the Jumbotron. For those of you who haven't been to Universal City Walk, there's the Jumbotron. And Alex puts on a good show. I, I must say, Alex, you always put on Thank a good you. show. So, let, But where, where can people find more information before we back up and talk about how this all started? Um, at Autism Rocks concert at autism rocks events uh with the autism rocks with the s and the events with the n and with the s on instagram on facebook and on twitter is at events autism um e-v-e-n-t-s-a-u-t-i-f-m okay yes on twitter Okay, so now let's back up and talk about how old were you when we first met you? Were you 15 or 16? 17. 17, okay. Um, you seemed much older, to be honest, because you, you, I think you were 17 going on 35. But um, what, and at that point, you were starting your first Autism Rocks concert in Los Angeles, but it wasn't your first ever event. Yeah, it was my first event. My first event was in the European school when I was a freshman year in high school, in my freshman year of high school, yes. And and so what made you start that first event? Um, my, gran- my grandma, to be honest, because she inspired me to really want to help people and inspire me to um, want to, like, her last wishes to me, I don't know if you remember this, I told you about this at the first interview, but um, it really brings me back. <laughs> um, it, she, Her last wishes to me, she wished that I'll do something meaningful in my life and that I can like, bring more joy to people's life and do something that I, love, that I will not regret doing in my life and go out there and just do it and be happy and make friends and through through common goals and common interests and that's her final wishes to me before she passed away and i didn't know about it until my mom told me after my grand grandma passed away mm-hmm. and 
after that, I went for that. And then I got inspired to do a concert. I offered to do an event. Sorry, not a concert, an event for a speaking engagement. Of course, it's an assembly about autism. So mostly it's like a podium. And then people are talking about autism, introducing about autism. And then we donate, the school donates money to the autism charity in Taiwan, in my international school. And um, yeah, a British teacher, Dr. Matthews came out and speak. He, he's a dear teacher of mine, English teacher. He, he had a son with autism. He talked about it. And then I talked about my own experience with autism, I re, as I remember in 2014. It happened April, April 2nd, 2014 on Autism Awareness Day. And then we also brought up a, a person from a foundation called the Fact Foundation, the Foundation for Autistic Adults and Children in Taiwan, the founder. Uh, was also invited to speak, and the student council president was in, invited to speak, and also the, uh, the 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 we call it special needs department back then, but now we call it the aspire department because we don't want to make it like special needs. We yeah. changed the name because we don't want to make it a disability. We want to make it a ability. If, if it's not a disorder, it is a condition. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Some of what we were just talking about. But then you decided that you wanted to do something bigger here in Los Angeles. Um, yes. And you did, and that's when we met you. That's when we, yes, Autism Rocks. You started Autism Rocks and um, for several years did these concerts. And then, of course, that was all slowed down by COVID. So I'm thrilled that you, you know, you survived through that, Alex, and, and that Autism Rocks is still going strong. And you're doing this concert, but there is a rumor going around that this is the last one. Tell us about that. Is it true? And if so, why? Maybe it's true. Maybe it's the last one. <laughs> we'll see about that. Um, Are you going into politics? Because that was a very political answer. <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if, I'm, uh, if this okay. is the last one, but uh, it might be because um, my longtime sponsor, CDBC Bank, um, is sponsoring us this year, which I thank them a lot. Uh, but it'll be the final time they'll be sponsoring us ah. as a final gift to us. So that's why um, I might not be possibly finding another sponsor to do it next year. But if I can, I'll do it again. And because I have to find a job first, and, um, you know, where it goes, like, your life is knocking. So, yeah. well, and you just graduated from university. What, what did you major in and what, jo what job are you looking for, Alex? And where I, in the world? Cause you're a, 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 a globe trotter. Yeah. Um, I graduated from Taiwan, but even though my university was in Japan, um, because of COVID, I graduated online. Wow. Yeah. And I bet that was underwhelming. Yes. I, I really hope, I really wanted to be there in person, you know? I'm so sorry. I know. I know. It was too bad. They had the ceremony and didn't, didn't tell me they had the ceremony, but they wouldn't allow any foreigners in anyway. So, oh, that's heartbreaking. I'm so sorry. Yeah. They banned foreigners because of Omicron, I'm guessing. The outbreak yeah. was really bad. Of course, yes. Taiwan is now suffering from the outbreak. We had zero. We had 33 cases a few weeks ago, and now it's like a thousand cases now. Oh, and well, hopefully you guys will keep that contained because you guys have managed quite well through all of this. You've been a shining yeah. example about how to keep your cases low. 
But in any case, you graduated. Congratulations. No one can take that away from you, Alex. Um, you did the work and you graduated. What was your degree in? International uh, Liberal Studies. Okay. So what is the job that you're looking for? Um, event planner, maybe, or something in marketing. Amazing. And clearly you have experience at this because you've been doing Autism Rocks um, very successfully. And we should say that this is not, this is a concert and, and it's really for um, just what I remember the first time you came on the show was talking about how much your desire was to put a positive light on autism, to have people associate positive things with autism. You certainly have done that with these concerts, Um, but it's not an overwhelming um, fundraiser, although you'd like to raise funds. Yes. Yes, definitely. And if people wanted to donate or if there's a business out there that wanted to sponsor you, what would, where would they go? Where would they look to do that? Um, autism rocks. Um, wait, 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 let, 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 I'm trying to remember the link. Um, <laughs> yeah. Autism rocks events.org. Yes. That's the, that's the website. Yes. Autism rocks events.org. No, no slashes, no hyphens. No. Okay. I think Traven's going to check it out right now and make sure, and then put it up on the screen for us. Autism rocks events, plural org is what we think. Traven's going to be checking it out for us and he'll let us know if that actually works. So, um, so you're going to wait and see, unless you can get a sponsor, this is the last one, but you also need to secure employment because you're an up and coming young man. Um, he's got it. So Traven's got it. He's going to put That's it great. up on yeah. the Yeah, it, it's correct. Yeah, I, I made sure also. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Um, I don't see it though. Did you put it up there, Traven? I haven't seen it, but uh, but he will in a second. Um, okay. In any case, so uh, Alex, uh, where do you want to live? If you could live anywhere in the world, now that you lived almost everywhere in the world, where do you want to settle? Mm, actually, it, my answer might be shocking, but uh, people will think America, but I, I say... Um, I should settle in Taiwan first because the last few years I kind of like kind of fell back in love in Taiwan, oh. in love with Taiwan and with the people and and with everyone here and the COVID cases are low here for now, so um, I'll stick with Taiwan for for first few years and then I might move to America. That's my current plan. I want you to tell me a little bit about Taiwan because oddly enough, um, right before COVID started, um, Dr. Doreen and I were invited to come to Taiwan and they wanted me to bring my son. It was not a good time for us because he was um, in school. So we had postponed anyway, and then COVID came and it was entirely off the table. But I know Dr. Doreen was like, Shannon, have you ever been to Taiwan before? And I said, no. And she said, oh, it's one of the best places on the face of the earth. But mm-hmm. I want to hear from you. Why should people come when it's safe, when Taiwan is taking people? Why should we come to Taiwan? What made you fall back in love with it? Um, I don't know. Just like the people are wonderful and people are very nice and they're friendly. Like if you, they're very nice to foreigners. I remember one time... Um, 
one of the foreigners uh, that I know of, uh, her name is um, Berna. She worked, used to work for Instagram. She told me that um, a, lot, a grandmother, an old woman uh, wrote in English how to get, how to directly go to the, the, the place that she wanted to go. And also my former tutor, Rebecca, told when she visited Taiwan, she said that people are so nice here because yeah. they gave directions like in English very well, like directly, like how to get to, how to get to this station. Like, oh, you go to this station, you take this station, you take this station, you take this station. They're very like, they're very straightforward and they're very nice people. And even though they're busy, it's like New York, except people don't push each other and shove each other around yeah. but like um but they stop they stop in, in whatever they're doing and they tell you where to go and they're very nice people and they're very and rarely rarely do they rarely are they very mean people to foreigners a lot of people say that um Taiwan, the most beautiful like uh the most beautiful view in the in the world is the Taiwanese people <laughs> that's what they mm. that's what they say in Taiwan so if I were to come to Taiwan and I'm, you know, going to be there for, let's say, seven days, tell me three things that I would have to make sure that I did. Like when people come to L.A., they say, OK, what are the three things we have to do while we're here? What would be the three things that I would need to do in Taiwan to really experience Taiwan that I couldn't? Uh, miss? Oh, OK. Uh, you should go to any of the night markets. That's okay. the first thing you do. What will I see at a night market? Is it like a bazaar and and there's booths? Um, there is, there is like fish. Um, there is <laughs> okay. um, uh, dry dry seaweed or dry squid around the area, um, or steak, or maybe ice cream. Okay, I'm a vegan. Cream. Is there anything there for a vegan? For a vegan? Um, <laughs> yeah. Are there any vegetables? Um, there might be dried vegetables like on a stick and stuff okay. or like um i didn't know you're vegan i'm sorry no uh, no, no. It's, it's relatively new you what there's there, no reason for you to know there is maybe sweet potato um but it's my, a lot of food it sounds like it's a lot of um is it like booths and stands with food there's no booze um there's no booze in the in the market so is it stores is it it's like it's like stalls. Stalls, got it. Okay. Yeah, stalls. Yeah, they're like okay. they're stalls, and then they it's temporary, but they they have signs up. They all seaweed, whatever, whatever, and they write in okay. English and stuff for foreigners to understand. Are there all crafts craftsmen there too, or is it all food? Um, some some craftsmen, but mostly food okay. and drinks. So I, I'm sounding good. I want to go to the night market. What else? You got two more things to send me to in Taiwan. What else? Um, you should go around the public transportation because it's super convenient in Taipei. Okay. And um, we, we almost have public transportation in every city in Taiwan or county in Taiwan. Um, <laughs> other cities in Taiwan. And you should also um, visit... Um, the expo, the Taipei Expo Park. We had a Flora Expo a few years ago, and we have a park there. It's really nice. And you should visit um, the the National Palace Museum. They have artifacts oh, yeah. there. It's very nice. It's very big, and it's very beautiful. 
and you should go to the the night market the ceiling night market is the most famous night market i've been there lots of times um with my boyfriend and with a lot of other people with and my family members too um fantastic yeah and it's it's really nice um in in a more in the in a daytime they sell like fresh vegetables and fruits but at nighttime they have like fried ice cream they have like fried <laughs> squid they have sounds um, like the morning one is more me alex really oh yeah no, it's a, yeah it's like a farmer's market in the morning yeah yeah that sounds more my speed but it sounds like it would be interesting to see the night market um, yeah, so maybe i gotta maybe i need to go to both of those yeah well, that's remarkable i'm i'm gonna let you know if we ever make it to taiwan so back to you though i got us sidetracked a little bit uh back to you though you so you just graduated you're looking for a job and how do well let's go back to i i the the topic today the question today was five words to describe um yourself so i'm going to ask you that question alex if if i were to ask you five words to describe yourself like i was saying i'm a mother i'm a wife um, I'm, I'm a mother of somebody who's, uh, neurodiverse, uh, you know, and then I'm an author now, what five words would you use to describe yourself? A helper, mm-hmm. a carer, um, um, ambitious, wary, mm. anxious. Mm. Okay. And, um. Uh, neurodiverse and proud. There we go. I love that. I love that. But you say you're anxious. Are are you anxious about the future? Because you're at that transition point now where you've been a student for a lot of years and you're about to go into adulthood. Is that a little anxiety provoking? Yeah, it is. Um, finding a job has been hard the last few months and doing autism rocks kind of like lay it off, but I don't know what I'm going to do after I do autism rocks. It makes me kind of worried. Um, not, not knowing what I'll do in the future and, um, yeah, it's scared, but I, I believe, um, I believe God will lead me to the next path. Like he did to autism rocks. It, It literally just like, this opportunity literally landed on my lap. Yeah. Like came out of nowhere. And I hope my, my job will happen. My job will um, happen in the same kind of fashion. But, Let me ask uh, you this, Alex, because I, it's so interesting how, you know, I feel like a lot of times we have people on the show and they talk about how um, amazing people who are neurodiverse are, um, that they're looking to hire them, that they want to hire them. Um, and, and then I talk to people who are neurodiverse and they're like, I'm looking for a job. I can't find a job. And I keep thinking, why are we not able to get these two groups together? But has it, have you, have you thought about maybe going to a headhunter or, or someone like that to help identify a, a, a company that's looking for someone like you? Unfortunately, in Taiwan, there's not, they're not very neurodiverse, and like a lot of companies kind of think about autism in a very negative light. Mm. Unfortunately, but but yeah. what's shocking is Taiwan is is very very they're they're very accepting towards the LGBTQ community. Okay. In a short time that it's become a democracy in 27 years, it 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 uh, passed the. 
gay marriage in uh, 2017 or 2016. I, I don't know. It was around 20, 2018 or 2019. I don't remember. But but not everyone's very accepting about gay marriage. They don't care who what what sexuality you are. But right. mental health is a very big problem. So, but you do feel, in regards to that, you feel accepted where you are. Less so with the being neurodiverse. Is that what I'm hearing you say? In neurodiverse, I feel less accepted, but my sexuality, I feel more accepted. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Well, I know you, Alex, and I know that you're going to keep tearing down uh, boundaries that, you know, uh, to things that are preventing you barriers is the word I want tearing down barriers to get you what you want. And you clearly are talented and, and have already demonstrated great skills in this area before you even went to college and now you have degrees. So the right company needs to be finding you. Let's say that, let's put that out there. Somebody prefer to stay in Taiwan for this, for this period of time. Yeah. I don't know why. It just, it just. It don't I, happen I, a while. Yeah. I don't know why it just speaks to me. How it just speaks to me. I just want to stay here for now. I feel. I love that. You love your homeland for heaven's sake. There's nothing wrong with that. I live in Japan. I live in America. I live in Taiwan, but I don't, it's weird. I do. I just want to be here for, for maybe a little bit and then go to America. Because yeah. my all my cousins are going to America, so probably eventually, I know I have to go there, but I don't feel ready yet. I don't. Yeah. I don't personally feel like I'm ready to be totally independent and away from my family. I just want to enjoy just being with my family in the here and now. And I'm sure your parents appreciate you wanting to stay close for a little while. I'm sure that they're good with that because they both adore you. Yeah. They, um, they- for me so much i love them so much they're they're the reason why i'm doing this also and and why i'm doing everything that i'm doing right now because i want to impress them definitely well you're remarkable and clearly your parents are remarkable because i think when most 17 year olds say i want to hold a big concert at a huge venue in los angeles i don't think most parents say okay yeah, you know I mean, and I yeah. think having met your parents, I think they were scared and nervous for you. I think that they're very realistic people, but I think, you know, they recognize that you are an unstoppable force. Yeah. In the end of the day, they, 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 they I mean, sometimes they, they, they had their doubts, but they still let me do it because they believe in me. Yeah. And um, I'm a person, so that's why they want me to do it which is remarkable. So you're coming to LA next week. The concert's going to happen next Saturday. And tell us yeah. again, what time and where? 7 to 9 p.m. at Universal City Walks, Universal Studios to City Walk at Hollywood. Okay. So Universal Studios is here. City Walk is right there. And you'll see a big stage with it beside the AMC theaters. Yes. And it's an outdoor stage. It's very beautiful. And and for those of you who haven't been to LA before, um, it's it, you know it, it's a beautiful beautiful place. There's lots of shops and things on City Walk. It's a whole experience in and of itself. City Walk. There are restaurants. There's movie theaters. I, you know, for those of us who live in LA, it's a regular place to go. 
but it's also a, a, a tourist destination that people go to, whether you're going to the amusement park or just doing the city walk outside, there's plenty to do. And there is this amazing stage in the center of city walk that you can, you can cruise through and walk through and watch a couple of numbers and continue to shop and go to restaurants or you can hang out and watch a whole concert there. And there is a ginormous jumbotron that, that, you know, also has the concert. It plays other things when a concert isn't going on, but when a concert's going on, you know, you could be sitting quite far away on the balcony of one of the restaurants and the jumbotron is showing the whole thing to you. It's very convenient to watch a concert. And it's a really beautiful thing to see all the people that are there to support autism yeah. Um, it's really a wonder, wonderful, wonderful thing. So it's starting at seven o'clock on that night. Now, when you go to city walk, you pretty much have to park at city walk or take public transportation in. And there is a, there is a train station right outside city walk with a, uh, a, a walking bridge over. So easier to take public transportation. Cause then you don't have to worry about parking, but are they giving, are they giving you any kind of break on the parking if people say that they're there with, uh, for the concert? Is there any kind of a discount Probably. on parking? Probably. Maybe. I'm not sure yet. We'll find out soon. Okay. So if you do park there, say to the people at the, when you go through, say, I'm here for the Autism Rocks concert. And then if there is a discount, you will get it at that point. Um, but it is a lovely, lovely evening. About how long do you think the concert will last? It's definitely going to be two hours. Okay. Like every year. And, and do they, I don't remember, Alex, do they allow you to bring folding chairs if you have like a lawn chair to bring? I'm not I'm sure not if they sure. do. I, yeah, but most people stand and dance. Yeah. They mostly, most of people stand. I don't think you're allowed to have a chair, but I'm not, I don't know any rules about that, but. I don't know either. But I know um, you can bring your children. If you've been wanting to go to a concert with, a, with your child and you're like, we can't afford it. And what if they can't handle it and we have to leave? This is the ideal concert because it's a big open space and your children can play and dance. It's and every- Yeah, it's for everyone. And it, and it is. And, it, and it, there, it's no cost. So if you, if you go and your child just can't hang, then you can go over to one of the stores that they have there. And there's so many stores that are so much fun. Um, So you kind of can't lose by attending the concert. What else do you want people to know, Alex, about the concert? That I I want them to know that this is a miracle (laughs) that I can even do Autism Rocks. Let me be very honest. Uh, Our sponsor didn't want to sponsor us. Um, at the fourth annual Autism Rocks concert, not because of the coronavirus, because they don't, they, they did not want to, but mm. for them to come back to me and say they wanted to sponsor me again, it's a miracle. And I really, I thank them so much for sponsoring me. CTBC yeah. Bank has been a lifesaver, um, and it brought me back to life. It, it brought me meaning back in my life again. Yeah. It, it made me want to wake up and do something. You know, after two years of doing nothing. Yeah, I mean, we can't even begin to cover the toll that 
COVID has taken on people because we used to get together on a regular basis and celebrate all kinds of things. And then we weren't able to get together. And and now we've gotten used to not being together. It's really important that we start getting together again. So in LA on the 30th, this is an opportunity for everybody to get together and be there. I, I'm, can't promise because anything in the world could happen, but it's my plan to be there, Alex. Really? Uh, yeah, of course. Be there. I, 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 we miss you being there. We haven't seen you um, for some concerts, but we hope you can be there this time. Yes, I'm. I'm very hopeful. My expectation is that I will be there. I, I love the City Walk and and I love the event. So um, I hope I hope and plan to be there. That's um, great. So. Um, what else should we know about the event? I will say that if if you're coming to LA from any place else, it tends to get cool at night. So bring a jacket for your children, you know, because yeah. it, it might be warm at, during the day and then at seven o'clock when the sun starts to set, it gets cold fast. Um, so that's my advice for that. Um, in the past, you know, there are sometimes people bring things that light up. Um, and sometimes you've even had things that light up, Alex. Uh, do you know if you're going to have light up things, or should people? Bring um, because of COVID, we probably won't have. We won't have. We will, we will not be handling out anything because of COVID risks. So we of we course that. of course. No but if you're bringing little kids, I I encourage you to get just a package of those glow sticks. Um, yeah. That you know, it's like a dollar at most places for a package of glow sticks and put them on yourself and your kids because it starts to get dark and it makes it really fun when people have glow stuff. So I think that's super fun. Um, but I, I'm really proud of you, Alex. I know it was really hard to, to stay motivated through COVID and, and to finish your degree and to cap off your graduation with another concert. You're really doing a great job. Thank you. If this is going to be a very emotional and touching experience because it might be, like I said, my last concert. Um, but maybe for, not. But maybe not. I don't think. I don't think it's the end. I think there will be more. Maybe it will not be like right away. But eventually, we will come back for another concert. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna keep a good thought for that. Yeah. Uh, or maybe you're gonna partner with another organization to uh, to make it happen. I don't know. Uh, but something will work out. Something will work out. Look, it did this time. Right? Yeah, this time. And it, yeah. and it always has. So something will work out. Well, I thank you for being willing to come and jump in and be in the show today. I super appreciate that. And I'll look forward to seeing you a week from Saturday on the 30th at Universal Studios City Walk at 7 p.m. Uh, for the for the, the 2022 Autism Rocks concert. I'm not going to say the last one. Yeah. All right? The fifth okay. concert, the fifth concert, which is amazing. Fifth anniversary. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, and and people should find you, Autism Rocks, on Facebook. Uh, at, at Autism Rocks Events on Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Autism Rocks Events. Okay. Thank you, Alex, so much for being with us. It's, a, it's an honor. Um, it's Shannon, thank you so much. Thank you. You have a, uh, a good rest of your week. I know you're busy with plans and then you got to travel to get here. Yeah. Travel safe, I, my friend. At the cor- I have to quarantine after I come back to, to from, from USA to Taiwan in 10 days. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'll be able to do it. You're strong like yeah. that. Yes. 
All right. We'll see you next week. I'll see you next week too. Bye, Shannon. Bye-bye. I want to remind everybody that on tomorrow's show for Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy, Nancy Allspot Jackson will be joining me. We've got two amazing guests. Uh, Carol, is it Carol or Carolyn? I I keep messing up her name all this week. Um, Let me make sure that I have this correct. It is Carol Kranowitz, who is the author of the Out of Sync books, Out of Sync Child books. And here's how it's confusing because she is the creator of the in sync child method. So the books are the out of sync child. The method is the in sync child because what we all want to be is in sync, right? Um, Because when you're in sync, you're not having trouble dealing with the things that are coming at you sensory wise. And that's really what she's talking about is sensory sensory issues, sensory processing, sensory processing disorder. So she's going to be with us talking about uh, the new edition of the Out of Sync Child that has just come out. So that'll be, uh, it is a very old book, Amanda, but there's a new edition and she's going to be talking with us about what's new in the new edition and what some of the new findings are that she's got in place. So that'll be tomorrow. And then we're going to have Lee Meriday Porch with us. And Lee, if you haven't read her bo- her blog, Flappiness Is then you really owe it to yourself to tootle over there and check out Flappiness Is. Amazing, funny. I mean, one of the people that I followed back in the early days and just was like, oh, I want to be Lee when I grow up. She just has, she's just funny and honest and amazing autism mom. And now for the first time, uh, she has a book out and, um, we're going to be talking with her about all the things that she wasn't able to talk about in her blog, but now has come forward in the book. And it's a little bit different. You know, one of the things that Lee says is that, you know, I know, I know, you know, everybody, another autism mom memoir, it's the last thing we need, but she kept looking at all the books that people were writing and they were books about how their how successful their kids were and how they prepared them to be a lawyer or you know how these kids that the the ending of the story was that they overcame all of their challenges and she said where are the books from the moms where where you learned how to accept that that isn't going to be your kid and that your kid is just p- perfectly fine the way that they are so her book is called The Scenic Route, and we're going to be talking uh, with her about it tomorrow. So that'll be super fun. Um, and then, of course, we've got some news stories to cover for you. One that's got me scratching my head a little and making me nauseous. But other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we're totally out of time here, but I want to thank all of you for being here. I do want to remind you that next week on the show, we are going to find time to have the fabulous Kobe Bird. If you tuned in for him today and missed him, you're not going to have to miss him for long. He's remarkable. And we can't wait to talk to him about season three of Netflix's Lock and Key. We're also going to have Danny Bowman with us next week, who is the very talented owner of Danimation Studios such a brilliant artist. So we're going to, and then also next week, we're going to debut for the first time, our new podcast stories from the spectrum. It's, I think it's fantastic. It's everything that I've been hoping for an opportunity for people who, uh, 
use the designation for themselves that they're neurodiverse, giving them a place to tell their stories in the way that they want to. Very, very proud that they have found their home with us. So all of that is coming up next week. Until then, well, and don't forget, we're back tomorrow. Don't don't get too far ahead of yourself here, Shannon. Back tomorrow for Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy. Until then, give your kiddos a hug for me and one for you too. Bye-bye for now.